Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi folks, welcome to episode 14 of the Michiana People podcast. It is now 9.15 on May 29th, and this podcast needs to be mixed and uploaded and ready to go by 12 a.m. on 5.30, so I am cutting it really close. Our guest for this episode is Jacob Titus. When Jacob is not hard at work working for a nonprofit, a nonprofit that provides space for other nonprofits to have meetings, classes, events, and so on, he is hard at work taking beautiful photographs. Jacob is relatively new to photography, but has already mastered taking artistic and visually stimulating pictures. I know that because I bought one for my daughter. I did this interview a couple weeks ago and found out that after we talked that Jacob had been accepted to display his work for the 2016 installation of the Bird Cell Project. Now, if you're unaware of the Bird Cell Project, take a listen to episode 11 of this podcast and you'll hear all about it. You can also uh, check them out at birdcellproject.org, and they're also on Facebook. We do have sponsors. Whether you're a home computer user or have a large network for your business, you just want the stuff to work. Can you answer these questions? How much data would I lose if my computer or server crashed? Is my data truly secure? Is my network keeping up with my computer users? If you can't answer those questions, don't worry. Mapletronics can help you answer them and also fix any issues that come up. Go to mapletronics.com forward slash Michiana people for an absolutely free gift and then explore the website to see what Mapletronics can do for you. Do you have a marketing plan? Do you know where to start? Does social media make your head spin? Volo Marketing can help you with the marketing strategy from logo to website to social media presence. Check out volomarketing.com forward slash Michiana people for one of the most hilarious free gifts you'll ever receive on a podcast. They are making fun of me, and that's cool. Vala is a big asset to the podcast. Uh, they they design my logo, design my website. They can be a big help in developing your marketing strategy. You can also, after you download your uh, free gift, you can get your name on the Hall of Fame on their website while you're there. So make sure to check out volomarketing.com forward slash Michiana people. And here is my interview with Jacob Titus. 
welcome to Michiana People Podcast, and thanks for downloading, streaming, or however you're listening. I'm glad you're here. I met today's guest at The Collective, which is held right here at South Bend Brew Works, where we're doing the interview every fourth Wednesday each month. I recommend that you come check out The Collective. They highlight local artists and uh, also local musicians. So um, I believe the next one is next Wednesday. So if you're in the area, please come check it out. My guest is what I call an artistic photographer. I think all photographers are somewhat artistic, but he likes to put a little bit more art into the photographs than most of them. And he also is director at The Beacon in South Bend. Jacob Titus, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, as I said, we met at the Collective last month, and uh, I have a picture sitting beside me that that I purchased from you for my daughter, and it's uh, of the old Studebaker building, Yep. and definitely an impressive piece of work, and you guys will see it in the picture we take together because I want to make sure that there's work that's out there, so it's really cool. Uh, we talked a little bit when we were here for the collective. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about how you got, first of all, interested in photography, and then kind of get into what your subject matter is and, yeah. and, and all that. So, first of all, what got you into photography? Uh, when I moved back to South Bend uh, last May after I graduated from IU in Bloomington, I uh, I was first just going around South Bend with my phone, taking pictures uh-huh. um, and posting them to Instagram. Right. At the beginning, more of downtown and cool buildings, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a little bit of a turn uh, in November or December of last year. I I had always been fascinated with Drury's Brewery on uh-huh. the northwest side of the city. There's this. Um, when you drive up Wilbur Street, you can see this building with no walls, okay. but the floors are still there. And so you can see straight into the building. It's always been fascinating uh-huh. to me. So I decided to just pull my truck over one day and walk in. Okay. I walked in, took some pictures. One of them is here um, mm. from that first day right. um, here at Brewworks. And uh, people really enjoyed them. I loved uh-huh. I just loved seeing the old place yeah. um, and the adventure of it and seeing what it looks like now. Right. Um, and so I started to, to do that a little more and found more places in the city. Uh-huh. Um, it kind of turned into an obsession with our city's history for a little while. Okay. So I'd be online searching, just reading about our history and stuff. I grew up here, but I didn't really know too much about our history, aside uh, from Studebaker was that big building yeah. downtown. <laughs> and uh, But I would, I would read about these places, and then I'd go see if they were there yeah. and go and try to explore them. Right, right. There's, there's, and I don't want to puff you up too much, but there's something breathtaking on in your photography, and it's... It's kind of, I don't want to say it, it brings me down a little bit, but there's an emptiness <laughs> yeah. about some of it, and I know you're capturing history, but you're, you, see, you see the spaces that you photograph, and you imagine the people who used to walk through those spaces, yeah. and it's pretty neat, it's pretty neat to see that, that empty space, and sometimes it's a little decaying, it's getting a little decrepit. Yeah. And the uh, you start imagining, you know, you go back 50, 100 years and start seeing what was going through there. And that's, that's what really took me, took 
took me a little bit by surprise when I was looking at the photographs. I'm like, wow, this is this is almost kind of emotional. Uh, yeah. And, yep. uh, and then I, I folks, I'm going to put links up for uh, for his Instagram and and so you can take a look at it. Um, you started going a little bit outward, and I think you went to Detroit and yep. Chicago and Gary and right. all that, and, and got some more photographs of uh, old old spaces there too. Tell right. me about how that how you started doing that. Well, that kind of started because in February of this year. I was, I was invited to come take some pictures at Studebaker here uh-huh. in town, and that caused me to start to think about this as more than just me and my iPhone uh-huh. running around town. Right. So I bought a camera. Uh-huh. Um, I started to think about what it would what it would look like for me to be an artist uh-huh. uh, in this area. Right. Um, it was something I enjoyed, but it was clearly something that other people enjoyed as well. Mm. And so. As I've gotten to know other people who take similar pictures and stuff, and I see their things, um, I've just found that the South Bend is still somewhat of a small place, uh, and these other cities have a lot more places to take pictures Uh of and explore, and um, I still remain... I want to remain always, like, my 90% of my work is going to be in South Bend, Um, but... Uh, yeah, I love going to these other cities and exploring them. Right. Uh, even, even partially because there, there's even a greater contrast between an abandoned building in Chicago versus uh-huh. downtown. Right. It's just an incredible, it's a whole different world. Uh-huh. Um, where it's still the case here, that is still the case here in South Bend, but right. the contrast is a little, uh, a little less right. great. Right, yeah. right. Now... I've seen some of the angles you take the pictures from. Have you ever been in danger of falling or, or anything? Like um, <laughs> it kind of. I guess it depends on. It probably depends on the person. Okay. On how you feel about whether you're in danger or not. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's a place my sister won't go with me anymore because okay. because of that. Yeah, um, loose bricks. It's my favorite there. though. Okay. It's a, a so. Yeah, there's some ladders I've climbed. Uh-huh. Uh, you could you could definitely fall off. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, floors are always questionable. Right. Um, and some of these, most the the industrial spaces aren't really that dangerous. Uh-huh. They're concrete. Right. They're not falling right. over anytime soon. Uh-huh. When we were in Detroit, we were in an abandoned church. We climbed up to the balcony, and it was all wood and everything, which is always a little less safe right and uh once we got up to the balcony we looked and saw that in the main floor the whole floor was caving into the basement not real we didn't realize it when we were standing down Uh, on the main floor until we got up and (laughs) so yeah i mean there's an element of there's an element of you don't know what's gonna happen right all the time uh but i also try to be pretty cautious and yeah because i really i don't want to die yeah uh taking For my Instagram, yeah, right? yeah. So. Well, even even a broken arm wouldn't be that that great, right? So. Right. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, you can tell from some of the angles that you're at that you can just see the decay, and yeah, and, and that's what's kind of cool about it. Tell tell me about growing up in South Bend, and uh, then I want to hear about your adventures in B Town and what you learned there too. Yeah, so growing up, I grew up west of the, a little west of the airport. Okay. Um, in South Bend, I grew up at a summer camp, Camp okay. Raybird. It's a summer camp for 
for like low income kids okay. in the in the community, uh-huh. um, mostly from the west side. So I grew up there and then went to church and school in the city. Okay. So I went to LaSalle for middle school okay. right when it opened up as a middle school. Okay. I went to Riley for high school. All right. Um, so my dad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, growing up in South Bend was, was interesting. It's not really a place that I really wanted to come back to uh-huh. when I left for Bloomington, right. interestingly enough. So I went to Bloomington and uh, ended up studying nonprofit management. Okay. I, I fell in love with that because it kind of, it started as I studied classes in like sociology and things that kind of gave me um, a dictionary to understand uh-huh. urban life right. that I had grown up seeing mm-hmm. and didn't really understand. Okay. Um, so I can remember the first day I learned about like why, how school districts are funded and uh-huh. how disproportionately, how they end up being like some schools are terrible, some schools are beautiful. Right. Right. And I, I remember thinking back about South Bend and uh-huh. thinking, oh, this makes sense now. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up Definitely studying does. that. Um, but yeah, I didn't, didn't have a huge desire to come back to South Bend. Yeah. Uh, it's a different climate than it is now, right, um, right. where, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hope for the future now. Yeah. 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 So you, um, you know, looking at, at your life growing up, you were obviously a little bit disadvantaged and yet you made it to, uh, college and, and, uh, got yourself a degree and all that. What? What kind of fueled that desire? Um, well, my I'm blessed that my family's all been to school, okay. all been to college. Okay. Um, both my parents, um, and they're they're both very hardworking. Okay. But uh, we were also blessed by um, things like 21st century scholars and yeah. things like that um, that that really helped me. Right. So um, that really made it possible for me to go to school, but. Right. It was always kind of an expectation um, because my parents' education and even their parents had all been to school um, that that was something we were going to do. Right. Um, but yeah. Cool. yeah. Now, after having spent your years in Bloomington, I got to think that you want to go back and do some uh, pictures there. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm going soon. Yeah. Um, I'm going. I'm going to be down there a couple times for weddings, okay. um, one to take pictures at. Uh-huh. And so I haven't been, I've been back for graduation this year, uh-huh. um, just very briefly. Right. So not enough Same. time to really yeah. think about it. Um, I got a couple pictures, uh, you'll see on my Instagram, they're black and white pictures on the outside of the stadium. Uh-huh. Yeah. You might not notice they're a stadium, but oh, um, I'll take a closer look at that. yeah, right. they, uh, but I'm I'm interested to see it through a different lens. When right. I was there, I wasn't thinking at all. Right. Right. Where am I taking pictures yeah. at? And but it, it's a very different city than South Bend. I mean, mm. one thing I love about South Bend is the diversity of places. And um, Bloomington is mostly beautiful. Yeah. Like the yeah yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna find a whole lot of uh, abandoned buildings. And you're all not. There, but it is beautiful. Yeah. I was fortunate enough to send two kids there uh, for exactly eight years. Yeah. So daughter four years and my son the next four years. So we spent enough time there. It's just a cool, cool city. Yeah. And uh, I think we'll probably actually probably vacation there at some point <laughs> because there's there's really cool nature parks close yep. by. 
there's a monastery right there that you yeah. can stay in the yurts, um, and right. I, I just think it's a cool city. So, obviously, photography is a passion, and yep. you're you're hitting it full force. And folks, if you come to South Bend and you drive by South Bend Brew Works, uh, Jacobs photography is uh, in the window and on a couple of the walls there, so please come in and take a look. But you've got this degree in, in, in the uh, nonprofit thing. Right. So, okay, you're 23, what do you want to do with your life? Um, <laughs> well, um, it's changing. Uh, what I want to do with my life is changing, I don't really know what. Okay. Um, I moved back to South Bend to be the director at the Beacon. Okay. Um, it's a community center and a formerly abandoned bowling alley okay. on the west side. Okay. Um, so people from South Bend will know it as the Beacon Bowl. Right. Um, out by the airport, and uh, so it's a it's a place I facilitate space for other nonprofits to operate in. Okay. So groups like the Police Boxing Club, okay. which is a free boxing club for kids in uh -huh. the city. Um, the South Bend Table Tennis Club, there's an adult education course in there, um, different things like that. Right. And uh, when I came back to South Bend, that's what I thought I wanted to do the rest of my life, uh -huh. uh, was that or something in very similar to that. Right. Um, as, I, as I grow in the photography and things like that, I don't know where, uh -huh. I don't know where that, that will go. Yeah. Um, I do know that it's all going to be rooted on the west side of South Bend okay. forever. Right. Um, I don't plan on ever, we don't plan on ever leaving. Okay. Um, we live in the near northwest neighborhood. Uh, we love it. Yeah. Um, and so... That's definitely it, a historic neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. We, and we, we see it being a mixture of those worlds. Mm -hmm. um, the... Obviously, the the social action of the nonprofit world and the creative uh, action of the photography, mm -hmm. um, we see it being a mix of things, right. which is uh, part of the reason why, like, I love Brewworks. I love Drew. Yeah. Um, Brewworks kind of combines those worlds as well um, right. with his beer for good and things right. like that. Right. So, so let's talk about downtown South Bend. Let's talk about the West Side. I am. Uh, I grew up in Lakeville, Indiana, which okay. is the, it's the place you can drive past on the bypass. Right. Uh, right. It actually goes right through, um, you can see my old house from the, from the new bypass. Okay, so, yeah. Um, so I grew up there. Um, I uh, moved to Indianapolis for a few years, and then um, I came back and lived in South Bend, very close to Riley High School for a little while. Then we ended up moving to Mishawaka, so I've been in Mishawaka. Uh, we never really thought about it. My wife and I, we've been, we've been together almost 35 years. Um, we never really thought about coming to South Bend. And then First Friday started happening, yeah. and Mayor Pete kind of happened. Right. And you see all these stories about stuff, so we, you know, we came for a First Friday, my first time here. Um, my, favorite local bands Elephant Rescue and they were playing okay. so we, we came we came to see them and I was like this place is cool because we can walk here we can walk over to um, the South Kitchen and see a show we can do all this so it's not 
the efforts of one person that is making the downtown more vibrant and more inviting. Right. And it just seems like every day something new, new and cool is happening. Yep. And you're right in the middle of it because uh, I see a check in where everything <laughs> We had a conversation yeah. about this before we started recording. Yeah. With yeah. somebody else. Um, but um, what can you define what what's really happening that's, that's making all this positive change? Um, well, I think in the broader culture, you have um, people want to live in cities. Uh-huh. Um, so people outside of South Bend, it's just um, for whatever reason in the broader culture that's happening. People uh-huh. want to live next to people they want to be able to walk to things like you were saying they want to be able to walk to eat um and uh they want that density um i think that density produces things um it produces art uh it produces friendships um and things like that and uh so in south bend i think some of it is that you just have that overall thing that's happening Uh, but you also have a tribe of people that have come up uh, and said, we're going to invest here, we're going to spend our money here, Uh, we're going to take risks for this. Um, A lot of people, um, even today, I think would say it's a pretty big risk to start a business in South Bend, Um, but you have this tribe of people who don't care and they're going to do it. Um, And and a lot of that obviously is led by Mayor Pete Uh um, casting a vision for the future. Growing up in South Bend... The, there had never really been a mayor who really want, cast a very optimistic vision for South Bend. Right. It was more of a management. We're going to manage our situation. Exactly. Yeah. We'll have safe neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like turning the corner to be a new city, it wasn't really thought of. Right. Nobody right. was casting that vision. Yeah. yeah. Mayor P is very, very hands-on. Yes. He's, he he doesn't just show up. He he knows what's going on and is there because he wants to be, not because there's yes. a ribbon cutting and right. he thinks he has to be. I mean, there's a real passion there. Yep. Uh, Mayor Pete, if you're listening, I want to get you on the podcast. So <laughs> yeah. I sent two emails. I'm going to start calling pretty quick. So. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely believe. I mean, he knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I think to some people from a distance, it can look like sometimes he makes harsh decisions that, you know, does he really know what's going on? I, yeah. I think he does. Oh, I yeah. see, we see him pretty frequently around the city at things. Uh-huh. Um, and I, he's really a, a man of the people here right. in South Bend. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's also put other people, he can't do everything, he's put some very good people right. in places to succeed in right. the city right. um, and to, to carry out that vision. Yeah, yeah. I, I just the, I'm one of those guys, I, I used to work in uh, the restaurant business, so I, I mean, for like 25 years. Yeah. And you can tell the, the uh, temperature of the place you walk into and, and the whole vibe. And everywhere you walk into here, the vibe is just overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. 
and, and it's, it's funny when I interviewed you for the podcast, you know, when there's that positive vibe, um, if your food is a little cold or you don't get your beer quite on time, you just don't care. Yeah. Because yep. you're in with a bunch of people you like. Right. And every time I walk in the South End Brew Works, I meet somebody new that wants to talk to me and somebody that ends up being a friend of the league. So yep. it's just really neat. We came, when we came for the collective, there was a couple in the sea, Book of Mormon, uh, and they were from Cleveland. Yeah. And, and they didn't have anywhere to sit. So I said, sit down. We, uh, we talked for a while and they were like, this doesn't seem like a place that would be in a small town. Right. It seems like right. something you see in like New York or something like that. Right. So they even they were impressed. So yeah. of course they came from Cleveland, which is only a little bit bigger than Yeah. But that was cool. Talking a little bit uh, I wanted to get a little bit into the beacon uh, okay. and and everything that they do. So you're basically providing a space for these nonprofits to come in and and do their events and, and uh, have the kids come in and things like that. Right. Right. Kind of on the basis that um, on the west side, there's a lack of space like that. Um, there's a, there are plenty of buildings that a nonprofit could buy and renovate, um, but it's a huge capital cost right. up front to do things like that right. uh, that many groups just can't do. Right. Um, so the idea is we're going to provide that space on the west side so you don't have to leave the west side to operate. Right. You can stay here and operate at an affordable cost to you. Yeah. Um, but also when you put those multiple organizations under the same roof, you open the door for collaboration uh -huh. um, and building each other up. In, right areas that uh, you may not have known that you needed. Right. So, so you got stuff going on like seven days a week there? Or? Um, um, you're going to make me think. Um, <laughs> yeah, starting, uh, yeah, starting in a couple of weeks, we'll have seven days a week. We're wow. at six days a week right now with uh -huh. things. So wow. we have a group coming in uh, to do uh, some Saturday morning um, cooking classes with kids uh -huh. to teach them math and cooking at the same time. Oh, cool. So they'll be adding Saturday, and that'll be our seventh day of the week yeah. where we have things. So what age group kids? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I, I uh, think it's about the elementary and middle school age. Uh -huh. Cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, one thing is for with my job, I try to let them let run them their program, yeah. Um, yeah. and we try to pick uh, partners that we believe are going to be successful. They're like they're running a good operation, and yeah. so then I trust that uh, if I do my job of providing the space, they can do their yeah. job of yeah. teaching the kids. Well, you've got that's a that's a pretty cool responsibility for a young man. I'm uh, I'm, I'm uh, impressed. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It's an interesting job. I mean, and there well, there are certain areas that I am lacking in. I mean, um, I love the programming side of things. I love connecting with people, right. and um, so that comes pretty easily. Um, but things like building maintenance and fundraising and things like that <laughs> are not exactly in my wheelhouse. Yeah, so, yeah. but they're things that I mean, I recognize I'm young. I need to develop. Right, right. Well, you can develop them, or you can find somebody who's good at it. Yeah make them a part so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've learned at, at my age i've learned that there's only a few few more things i can get good at right. so i'm uh yeah i, I uh, uh offload the things that i'm not too good at to people who are much smarter than me yep <laughs> absolutely 
So we've covered, we've covered your art, which is fantastic. Um, if people want to see your art, uh, I know they can come to South Bend Brew Works, but can you uh, put out your Instagram account info real quick? Yeah, my Instagram is west.sb, so that's okay. W-E-S-T dot S-B. Okay. Pretty simple. Okay. So. W-E-S-T dot S-B. Yep, and everything is there. Okay. Um, so we're we're working on a website right now where we'll be able to sell some more things. Okay. And, um, and give a little more description of the vision and okay. things like that. But for now, yeah, it's all okay. on Instagram. Yeah. So. If I, if I can make a recommendation, if you're not a Michiana artist unleashed, that's a good place to I am. showcase yes. your stuff. Yeah. I'm seeing, it, I've only got so much money, which isn't that much, and I'm seeing stuff I want like every day. Right, right, so, yeah. So it's, uh, it, it's one of those things that I probably, I shouldn't go to that site every day, but every day I do, and I just roll on, and uh, it's fantastic stuff. This area just has some of the coolest things going on, some of the neatest artists. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's kind of what gives me a lot of fuel for the podcast. I, I've got uh, an endless amount of people to talk to. Yeah. Um, well, Jake, I really appreciate you sitting down and taking the time to talk to me. Um, I will post links to your Instagram. Great. And as you build a website and all that, I'll make sure to get that word out as well. Great. So thanks for being on the podcast, Jake. Thank you. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.